The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.
Well, good evening. Uh, we're totally wired on Fresh FM, uh, and that was 808 State and a track called Pacific 202 from the album 90. Lots of numbers. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. From 1989, just to add another number, uh, and it's five minutes 36 seconds long for mm-hmm. another number. Uh, it's Sunday, 27th of March, and it's 7 p.m. It's 7 p.m. That's mm-hmm. another number. Yeah, it's not. It's not about numbers, um, and it's 1989. How are you, Jack? Uh, I'm, I'm okay. We ended. You're know, just okay. Yeah. You, you kind of scrunched your face up a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking about something that has annoyed me, and something's annoyed you. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it. Certainly not on on a. It's uh, not. It's not related at all to an invasion of the airwaves. What we're doing? No. no. Okay. Um, so we ended last week's tr- show with a acid house track, and then we've had this one started off with an acid house track mm. if we spliced them together people might think we were bright young things playing kind of dance music mm-hmm. wouldn't they yeah maybe anyway give, give us a flavour of what happened in 1989 Jack uh, actually quite a lot happened in 1989 uh, there was an event in China at um, uh, a protest in China there was mm. a protest in China uh, there was a wall that fell down and um, there was um, economic uh booms and crashes all right There's so many things happen in 1989 yes. that's very very kind of tempting all that news mm. uh, we'll have another song and we can hear all about it uh, this is Elvis Costello one day you're gonna have to face a deep dark truth from mirror and it's gonna tell you things that I still love you too much to say the sky was just a purple bruise The ground was iron And you fell all around the town Until you looked the same Same eyes Favorite shouts ring to the boots of roustabouts, and you're never in any doubt there's something happening somewhere. Well, you chase down a road till your fingers bleed on a fiberglass tumbleweed, and you can blow around the town. But it all shuts down the same The same eyes Skin trunks. They set him up, set him up on a stool. He falls down, he falls down like a drunk. And you drink till you drool. Well, it's his story of flatter. You stretch him out like a 
Costello from 1989 and Deep Dark Truthful Mirror from the album Spike. Uh, so that something it was a, rev, uh, a, a kind of protest in China. Yes, in April. Unheard of, really. Um, yeah, it, so well, far it had been quite unusual for protests to spring up in China. Yes. Uh, but in 1989, uh, in April, about 100,000 students would um, gather up in Beijing's Tiananmen, Tiananmen Square. Yeah. Uh, 100,000 people, that's still imagine that that's a lot of students uh, and they were actually going to commemorate Hu uh, Yaobang uh, I probably said that name wrong the uh, reform-minded leader of the Chinese Communi- Communist Party who had just been deposed right and they wanted to voice their discontent with his um, dispose, d- um, deposing and uh, they wanted democratic reforms and an anti-corruption in the um, in their political system and these mass demonstrations would uh, start in April, they, they would continue into May, and then the government uh, declared martial law. The protests just continued to grow, and unfortunately they ended in a uh, violent military force in early June. Yes. Uh, some Probably probably uh, some stunning imagery came out of Tiananmen Square, didn't it? Of, uh, you know, the, the, the students standing in front of a tank and stuff, and those yes. kind of things. No, kind of really kind of brave these students they were <coughs> and without without being demeaning to students because you know uh yeah student students uh protests are very important aren't they you know even though most people might think students is just like sitting around drinking beer and not and just not doing much but actually that's, that's quite brave because students are young people and to stand up to authority like that's quite quite a brave thing isn't it yeah that's those students were certainly brave they certainly were yeah 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 um, and it's um, uh, it's gone down in history, obviously, as a uh, quite a big moment, really. Uh, and, yes. and 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 it was kind of it recurred in Hong Kong uh, last year. Yeah, only a few years ago. A few years ago, uh, with with the uh, umbrella po- protests. The umbrella protests, yes. Yeah. So there's still obviously a strong 
uh, strong movement going on there for for democratic reform, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, um, and and of course a lot of the uh, uh, a lot of the the Western country or the, or the non-Chinese countries still talk about Tiananmen Square as a kind of a, a big thing, and I, I believe that there's a Simpsons episode, isn't there? With uh, do you know that one? No, uh, it's not shown in China anymore. Okay. Uh, Disney Plus had to Disney Plus broadcast The Simpsons in China, and they had to remove the episode because oh, okay. <coughs> when the Simpsons family go to China, there's a sign saying Tiananmen Square. Nothing happened here. <laughs> um, of course, but they're not allowed to show that, which is terrible, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, it was kind of really. It, it was it's stupid. Stupid. Yes. It was compelling. Compelling. It was one of those things that was on the news kind of a lot. You know, you kind mm -hmm. of watched it, and it was quite. Uh, compulsive viewing I thought at the time just mm -hmm. the, the image of it all because Tiananmen Square is a, a really nice place you know uh, with just some incredible architecture around it and there were just these protests and then the military coming in and stuff yeah, hor yeah. horrible in a way yeah uh, thank you Jack mm -hmm. uh, this is a band called Spaceman 3 and a song called Revolution <laughs>
I see a change coming round the bend. And I suggest to you that it takes just five seconds, just five seconds of decision. Realize that the time is right. Start thinking about a little revolution. Basement 3 and Revolution from the album Playing With Fire. Uh, so intriguingly, or teasingly, you said that uh, a wall fell down. But it was kind of not... Did it fall or was it pushed or well, pulled? Or it's strange because the end of the USSR was a slow and gradual process that uh, was just a combination of a lot of uh, events or, well... It was the people of the Soviet Union sensing weakness in the entire system. Yeah, Finland had to change parts of their, their political system in mm. order to survive. Unlike almost. the Chinese Communist Party who decided to take an iron fist over everyone. Yes. Um, the um, uh, Gorbachev had um, decided to let protests happen and what had happen- what, what happened um, in, Pol- in Poland, for example, was free elections. And then it brought the solidarity movement to power. Yeah. Um, and then after that, uh, two hundred thousand protesters gathered in Prague in Czechoslovakia to call for the resignation of the communist government in what was called the Velvet, Re- Velvet Revolution. Mm. And then, um, I like Velvet. Yeah, it's people nice. started protesting around the Berlin Wall, asking for that to be demolished, yes. and thus the. Um, restrictions on travelling from east to west so after all this uh, 
I think Gorbachev was just discuss um, thinking about ending the Cold War because um, th- they were clearly losing, and uh, they met in Malta in December the second and third of nineteen eighty nine with um, P- President uh, George Bush, mm-hmm. and uh, the summit in Malta. Um, just uh, ended um, with Bush and Gorbachev declaring an end to the Cold War principles and a continued uh, commitment to reducing arms and cooperating. Mm. Uh, yeah, they effectively declared an end to the Cold War. Right, and the wall fell down or came tumbling down. Yes, it did. So the wall you're talking about is which wall? The Berlin Wall. The Berlin Wall. Okay, dividing East and West Berlin. Uh, so people who didn't know, then Berlin was surrounded by East Germany, and with and within. Within that was Berlin, which was divided in half into East and West Berlin. A very bizarre situation. Yes. And there was this kind of corridor road that went from West Germany to West Berlin. Mm, Yeah. Uh, The reason why it was set up like that was because the Allies wanted a half of the capital of Germany after World War II. Yeah. Uh, But Berlin is entirely situated in East Germany. Mm, So mm. it was a bit of an odd situation. Yes, it was was strange. Uh, And, and of course, the wall didn't entirely fall down because it sort of remained, obviously. But a lot of people were... There were images of people kind of pulling bits off the wall, weren't there? Yes, there were. Kind of strong imagery about pulling Mm. down a barrier. Because when the wall went up, you know, families were separated, weren't they? There was people living in the West uh, whose families are in the East and and vice versa. So... And the wall went up uh, 29 years ago in 1961, I believe. Okay, could be. Yeah. You'd have to go back and listen well, to... It was 1960, I think. Mm. It could be, yeah. yeah. I don't know, we'd have to go back into one of our shows and find out when the wall was, was built. Mm. It wasn't built immediately after the Second World War. No, no. Because that's when someone said an iron curtain has descended. Yes, that was John F. Kennedy. Mm. Was it? Yes, it was. Okay, you know all these things and I don't. Thank you, Jack. Uh, Let's have some music. This is uh, The Sundays. Well, 
the Sundays and can't be sure from 1989 uh, economic disaster and and uh, economic boom at the same time Jack sure not possible uh, not possible well no actually boom uh, did I say that I probably shouldn't have said that not okay only economic uh, downturns actually okay yeah so um well um at least there was sort of a peak I guess for one country uh, Japan uh, it started uh, halfway through the 20th century by being one of the most uh, wrecked economies in the world after World War II yes. being bombed by the United States and um, although they um, went from the ninth biggest economy in the world uh, the, the, uh, uh, oh, hold on let me just yeah. Okay, so Japan went from a war-torn country yes. to uh, the second largest uh, economy in the world in by the time of 1989. Wow. And um, this was also the year that Japanese Emperor Hirohito died. Oh, okay. Yes, uh -huh. at the age of 87. Uh, he had a 63-year-long reign, which meant that he took the throne at about 16. And, uh, and he died in how, how old was he? I mean, so uh, you just, I can't do the maths. You did, you did just say how old he was. 16? I won't know. Maybe it was 26. No, 26? 24. We really should do maths better, shouldn't we? He would have took... He would have... <laughs> How old was he when he died? 87. 87. 63 year long reign. Okay. That's a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um... Let's he say passed 26, away. shall we? And, uh, funnily enough, a year later, the Japanese economy would crash. And... Not, rela not related, surely. No, of course not. Uh, the Tokyo stock market crash would end. Uh, uh, would happen, I think, at the very end of 1989. Uh -huh. Then its effects would be felt in 1990. Yes. Uh, and ever since, Japan has been sort of at a stagnant place where they have not been able to grow at all, which has been really sad. But um, yeah, yeah, it's a curious economy, isn't it? The Japanese economy. Uh, yeah, I mean, it had such a, such an enormous boom, um, but but it's it's been overshadowed by the other countries around it I think who have mm. who have kind of grown enormously at the same you know during that that period after the 80s and 90s probably yes but <coughs> see Japan's economic growth happened um, much much earlier yes that's what uh, I mean so yeah. the question remains will other Asian countries that have grown um, extremely fast like uh, Korea and Japan and uh, Taiwan will they reach another peak just as Japan did as well and will they suddenly stagnate as well? Uh, people don't really know, but I do f believe that Japan is unable to grow just because they are not producing enough children. They're not producing people, so uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think any co economy would stagnate and why, struggle to grow. Why, do you know why you they aren't producing children? Uh, culturally, yeah, it's cultural problems. Yeah, they uh, do. They feel their country is too small. It's a really small place, Japan, isn't it? It is, but they are able to make uh, use of their land um, in an incredibly um, efficient way yeah uh, they're able to they, they only have so much arable land but um, they're able to fit enough people t into these massive cities and some, some cultures have, have kind of almost um, unconsciously chosen not to reproduce haven't they like Italy you know Italy has a very low birth rate oh yeah you know yeah. Uh, and I don't know it seems, it seems like they've just all kind of just decided amongst themselves somehow um, I think or, or the there's something cultural attitudes of a country is 
what really decides whether people reproduce in, ma- in massive numbers. Yeah. Because uh, America has been able to still keep their birth rate at 2.1, yeah. just yes. like just enough yeah. to you know keep yeah. their population growing. Yeah. Because um, once you go below a certain number, then, then y- you're going to really struggle to keep your, your, yes. your ethnic group alive, aren't you? Or, you know, your your country yeah. going. Yeah, the ethnic group in your, country, group in your country. And yeah. also um, just to keep uh, the the, com- the, the, the uh, country's population stable. Yeah. Hmm. I think people might make decisions based on e- economic reasons, perhaps. Hmm. Um, which is... In fact, I believe that... Well, not maybe I don't believe that's... But, uh, the, the economic, um, the, the population curve, I think, might be headed towards the fact that we might peak at 9 billion, and then we'll actually start losing people. Right. Uh, people are, are, honestly, are constantly saying, oh, the world is going to just exponentially grow and grow and grow. But with these declining birth rates, surely the population curve is going to somehow, you know, Well, some, some, ca- some countries have enorm- still have very high birth rates, don't they? Yes, I mean, but some- the biggest ones that have had high birth rates are now slowly getting much much lower like India India is approaching two child per woman now yes and um, China has always been low because of the one child policy yes Um, and uh, yeah as countries start uh, getting a, a little bit richer and maybe there'll be this cultural pressure to stop having children because of the fear of overpopulation um then we we might see the world's population stagnate, and that might be a mu- much bigger problem than the world's uh, population growing. Yeah, I just think there was a time, you know, you know, a uh, hundred years ago when people didn't choose the number of children they had; they just had them. Of course. Uh, and of course, now people make these conscious choices based on lots of lots of things. Really, maybe maybe they're worried about overpopulating the world, but I think, I think a lot of people are wor- worried about. Explanation is much simpler. It's just for comfort of lifestyle. Yes, they can't. Af- they can't. They don't want ten children in their house all running yeah. around screaming. But they don't and, even and opt to have for one. them. Sorry, they don't even opt to have one child. No, people are childless now, aren't they? Yeah, out of choice. Mm. Yeah, and if they do, they might only have one. Yes. So it's like, uh, yeah, interesting stuff. Yeah. Well, well, I won't be around to see how it goes, but you maybe <laughs> you, you will. You can you can uh, comment on it throughout your life. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, this is uh, uh, the Pixies.
Fresh FM. Saints and She Rides the Waves uh, and before that The Pixies and uh, Wave of Mutilation just, it's, they both had wave in it mm. just just saying yes you know, nice obs- observation yes that was, that was completely by accident of course mm-hmm. you know some, some people on the radio do those things where they kind of have songs that you know have, have a link kind of somehow yeah, and, then they and sometimes we do people it think, I, I played, oh, re- I played so Revolution after you talked about Tiananmen Square uh-huh. Oh, know. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's completely by accident, of course. There's no, there's no planning in this at all. Mm-hmm. But I like it when it happens like that. Yeah, it's just serendipity, isn't it? Uh, so, so the, uh, something very exciting happened, didn't they, in, from Nintendo? Uh, yeah. So Nintendo, this plucky sort of video game company that is doing quite well, yeah. has released the Game Boy in Japan and North America. Uh, it's a handheld gaming system. Most gaming systems right now, in 1989, are these massive arcade machines. Yes, or big television you need to play it. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. the smaller ones are these consoles that have been you know, designed for home use, yes. but they're kind of niche. Now this is even more niche. It's a, something that you hold in your hands, and it's an 8-bit handheld system that has different cartridges that could be interchanged to uh, change the games you play and this cartridge system would be later integrated into the consoles of the 90s yeah uh, yeah and it was th- this was basically a project made by uh, one employee called Gunpei Yokoi and uh, he would go on to uh, create his own video game series called Metroid oh okay right right mm. it was, it, it was um, you know even when even when I, I saw one I was still impressed, even though when you see the graphics, you thought, "Well, it's just absolutely rubbish." But <laughs> yeah. you know, I was still impressed that that people could kind of carry something around like that. It mm. was just just looked really good, but it wasn't very good. But the concept yeah. was good, I think. Of yeah. course. Do you remember your first Game Boy? Uh, 
yeah I think so but yeah. the games where we played on it were pretty basic they were pretty basic yeah, yeah. I'm going to kind of platform kind of those platformers kind of or top down games yes mm. something like that yeah I can't quite remember but yeah, anyway 2D side scrollers yeah but you know kids kids when they got them they thought this is great I can just you know walk around mm. looking at it or sit in the car and have to, have to talk to my parents anymore I can you know do all those things you know without interacting with anyone else <laughs> yeah it was the beginning of, of that kind of era uh-huh. where people are just on a screen really uh, I, blame I guess n- so yeah. blame Nintendo the start of it it was the start of it really you yeah. know kids were just in, engrossed in something in their hands rather than a book which they used to mm-hmm. be perhaps but now they had something uh, more engaging I guess Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, thanks for that. Uh, th- that's all we've got time for already. We're going to play one more song before we go. Uh, so, this is Totally Wild on Fresh FM. We've been in 1989, and next week we'll be in 1989 again uh, for the mm-hmm. last time. Okay, uh, thanks for listening. This is the Stone Roses, and I'm the Resurrection. Good night. Good night.
The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz.com.